Welcome back to the Ludacast. <laughs> my intro is broken, so enjoy my custom one. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Ludacast. It has been an exciting two weeks, I think. I never remember the upload schedule. It's I'm I'm terrible at it. I genuinely am terrible at it. Also, my bookshelf is not bookshelving um my whole room is actually a mess and that would be because of a little rat that moved in and when i say little i mean he's 34 pounds now 32 two feet tall and literally only four months old his four month birthday is actually what's the day oh it was yesterday oh he turned four months yesterday Happy late birthday, Dems. Um, right now, he is actually eating a water bottle. <laughs> um, if he would care to join us at any point during this, I will let him up on my lap. But he's not a super big lap animal, to be honest. Like, I mean, obviously, he's a puppy. And obviously, he's going to... I, I, there's so much to talk about. I can't keep train of thought. He's a giant schnauzer. Um, if you don't know what they are, they're literally like the mini schnauzers, except giant i would have thought um he is the runt of the litter so he will get anywhere between 90 to 120 pounds my guess is he's going to be 100 because he's the runt um he is not super cuddly to be honest not right now at least when he's tired he is when he's tired he'll come up and lay on me but he doesn't really he's not a dog that loves to be pet like i'll go pet him and he just starts biting my hand um he loves to play he's also that is the water bottle that he is eating i'm so sorry to anybody that has airpods in or earbuds or whatever you listen to things on um that probably hurts your ears <laughs> dude come on man <laughs> yes you he um he's not super cuddly right now but uh it does someone i was reading something and they said their giant schnauzer it took them till they were like one years old to start being cuddly so right now he doesn't really want to be pet i mean he'll, like he'll let me pet him and like for a little bit and then he wants to play he loves playing playing is his favorite thing ever he is very bitey as a puppy is he loves to play that way with other dogs he plays that way he is very 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 good with kids with dogs with cats with adults he's he loves everybody it is absolutely amazing to have a dog like that um he actually this morning i went and walked him because we're about to leave for the airport and i walked him with his two uh lady friends um sophie and sarah and <laughs> they have a cat oh the people i walked them for uh <laughs> he went up to it and it went, like slashed at him he sat down and goes and just stares at him i was like it's okay bob he just doesn't want to play um and he doesn't understand that why would no one want to play with him obviously everyone does he doesn't know how big he is. He doesn't know how sharp his teeth are. I am all bit up um, because he just bites down and then just grabs and... Dude, <laughs> he is learning. He is learning. We are teaching him um, because it, most people will tell you puppies are going to bite. That's how they play. That Dogs can only play with their paws and their teeth. That's why dogs like punch, quote unquote punch. Boxers do it a lot. I mean, they're called boxers um, because they like swipe and they bite and that's how, that's the only way they can play so a lot of people will say like let your puppy bite like nibble here and there like that's how they're playing but teach them boundaries so teaching him boundaries when i say enough he knows i'm done i don't want to play like that anymore go play with someone else or play with your toy do not play with me anymore or he's also learning we don't nip at throats we don't nip at faces we hands 
arms. We don't nip at feet. We don't nip at legs. He's learning that the only thing that is okay to nibble on or or like bite is is hands and arms. Um, because I'll play like this, like I'll wrestle with him. Legs are off limits. Feet are off limits. He's not gonna be a nippy dog he's not gonna be an ankle biter um face is off limits next because he doesn't know how big he is so it will hurt extremely bad and could cause serious danger if he does um some people are like don't ever teach your dog to bite at all because then they're gonna be aggressive no they won't <laughs> he knows boundaries he actually doesn't really bite anybody else um in the house he doesn't really play like that like he'll go to nibble my mom or dad and they'll be like no and then he stops he only knows that it's okay to play like that with me. Um, obviously, if you get on the floor and start like playing with him, he's gonna be like, oh, it's okay to play like that with you. But he understands, hey, if they're standing up and they're not getting down on your level, they're not wanting to play like that. Um, so he's a very smart dog. He is only four months old and he is absolutely a genius. Um, to explain how I kind of got him, a lot of people are like, wait, this is so uh, random. And it kind of is. Um, I have been looking at service dogs because as you know, I. Um, or if you listen to the podcast, you know, I have a lot of, um, just mental health issues that are pretty extreme and they're hard to deal with in public a lot. Um, especially just how in my head I can get, um, it can make going out very hard. Um, and it can even make like leaving my room hard. So, um, I did not know, I, I was under the impression that service dogs are for whether it's people that can't see or people that can't hear, um, people that have diabetes or, um, hi bums. Oh, is he coming to play? Nope. He's laying down. Baba, uh -uh, don't eat that. That's a wire. You want to come up here? Here, I'll get him for everybody listening on Spotify. Hold that thought. Dempsey's coming up. Oh, he's going to try to eat. Ah. Oh. This is my boy. I'll see. Yep. There's the arm and he'll try to eat the headset wire in a second. Yep. There it is. Hey, can we not? Thank you. You can't stay up here if you want to do that. <laughs> you want to say hi to the podcast? He's already bitten this mic many times. That was that was amazing input, actually, Dempsey. I really think you changed so many people's lives with that. Um. So yeah, I knew they were. He's going to gnaw at my arm like a bone. Ow! Enough. No more. I don't want to play like that. He knows. He goes, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put this up here so he doesn't eat it. Here, he needs something to chew on. Here, chew on this. <laughs> this is my old physical therapy massage hook. Um, so I knew they were for like diabetes or um, to alert of seizures and stuff. Didn't know that they could be used for um, panic attacks, OCD, ADHD. Um, I just wasn't aware. I didn't, I didn't think that was a thing. So when I found out that that was a thing... Um, I started looking into it a little more and um, I wanted a hyperallergenic dog so that all my friends that are allergic to dogs can come over whenever I get my own place. And um, plus it's a lot easier, you know, you don't have to worry about going places and they're like, oh, well, like, it's a lot easier for people to accept service animals when they're hyperallergenic. Um, that way if people have dog allergies, you're not causing um, harm to anyone else. So. I found the giant schnauzer because I love big dogs. I absolutely love big dogs. Um, and all the hyperallergenic dogs were so small. And I was like, eh, these are like basic dogs. Um, and then I know a lot of people thought it was a doodle. I'm just not a huge fan of the doodles. I think they look basic and I just don't really like them. But I know a lot of people love them. So when I found him, I was like, oh my word, that's insane. Um, that's a cool looking dog. And 
I looked it up and they were like anywhere from like $1,500 to $3,000. We've always rescued dogs growing up. I was like, oh, I'm probably never going to find one. Not a purebred at least. Um, and so I was praying about it and obviously it's a big decision. Um, so I was just like, God, you take it. You obviously know what's best. Uh, I reached out to a couple uh, great or giant schnauzer rescues, but they're not actually rescues. They're just breeders called rescues because they were like, oh, we don't do rescues. We're breed like we breed them. I was like, you're not a rescue then. I'm sorry. You're literally making the dogs. That's you're literally a factory. <laughs> um, which no shame to people who want to buy our dog or their dog. I just grew up adopting dogs. So obviously um, I'm more for adopting an animal because that is just how I grew up and was raised. But if you have a dream dog and you want to get it, just make sure it's from a good breeder and not from a puppy mill or someone who doesn't care about animals because we obviously don't want to support those. Um, and if you can adopt a dog, it would be amazing. But I understand not everyone can go to the pound and adopt a dog, especially if you need a hyperallergenic dog, they are hard to find. Um, Anyway, so one day, for some reason, I was on this pet app. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. It was like some rehoming app. And I looked up Giant Schnauzer. I was like, all right, let's see. I'd been doing it for a couple of days. And there was like nothing. And there was a girl. And I wanted a guy. And I wanted a black one. Because um, there's salt and pepper ones. There's black ones. And there's, I think, tan ones, maybe? I'm not sure. That They might not be tan ones. But I know there's salt and pepper ones um you hear him breathing i hope you can hear him breathing um and so Aquaman. i looked at <laughs> someone just followed me on twitch i always 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 forget to undo the alerts um when i record on obs and oh my goodness okay <laughs> well thanks for following on my twitch <laughs> follow on my twitch for a chance to be in the podcast imagine um so where was i oh i was on the app and there was a girl and she was like in georgia and then there was one named king was in florida um about two hours away from me and he was three months old had all of his shots and usually on those sites it's like a huge rehoming fee and then there's a huge list it said free just want him to go to a good home that's it no more information no nothing so I reached out and I let her know, hey, like, this is why I'm looking to get a dog. I've always rehomed dogs. Um, it would be a service dog for me. Um, he would be going to a really good home. And I didn't expect anything. I had sent out a lot of emails and I had gotten nothing back. So the next day I got an email that said, hey, you sound like a lovely person and sound like you would give him a great home. Is there a time that we can call? And so from there, uh, we ended up discussing uh, just questions and like basic questions um, about him and everything. And uh, I ended up driving about an hour and a half. We met halfway um, to go get him. And it was the craziest day ever. I actually, it was a really bad day for my OCD. Oh my goodness, look what this dude just did to this. Well, thanks a lot. Oh, where are you going? Bubba, bubba, bubba. Oh, he's falling. Dude, 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 you're falling. Ow. Oh, and he's down. Oh, and you're on the floor. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I think he wanted to fall. He loves to eat my gaming chair. Um. Anyways, so it was a really bad day for my LCD, actually. Um, 
I have really, 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 really bad OCD intrusive thoughts. Um, and so I actually, it was the longest I've ever driven by myself. And it was just a really, it, it started amazing. It was an amazing day. Um, I still need to get the vlog out for it. It was an amazing day. It started out great. And then just something triggered it. And for the rest of the ride, I was just not like mentally there. And then when, even when I got him, it was like so weird. I was like, it was, it definitely killed the vibe and the mood. Um, and so I, I do wish it could have just stayed like a really, really good day, but it's in the past and it doesn't matter because I have him now. Um, but I got him and she gave me his crate, his papers. He actually has AKC papers. He is purebred. Her friend was a breeder. So she got him from him. Um, unfortunately, he was in his crate from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. As she went to work, she didn't realize how much uh, this puppy was going to take of time-wise, which giant schnauzers are literally known for taking up so much. They need so much exercise and, and mental stimulation. And it, I mean, it's true. Um, if you ever come to my streams, you'll see him unplugging my camera and you'll see me ending stream early because I'm like, all right, I got to go walk with him. Um, and so he is, he has a little, he's a little booger. Um, so he is a rescue, a purebred rescue um, or rehome. And uh, he had all his shots already taken care of. Uh, the only thing I had to do was get his rabies shot, which he has. And um, all of his records are great. And he's a healthy dog and there's like nothing wrong with him. And it's insane how God works um, and how God's timing is such amazing timing because I couldn't have got this dog at a better time. I thought I was crazy. I was like, I'm crazy for going to get this dog right now. What am I doing? What am I doing? But sometimes you do something crazy uh, because God presents an opportunity that you can't pass up. And my parents only concern were like, what about our dogs? And it took them a couple of days, but actually we, I, I was like, send it. I'm just going to see what happens. Cause we had been letting them sniff each other through crates and through the gate, slowly letting him walk out, like letting them sniff him on the way out. And they just play together all the time. Now, Benny actually loves him. He loves to chase him and Dempsey loves being chased. He'll literally come like bite at you and then want you to chase him. He also wants to chase you, so I'll let him chase me around um, the yard. And when he catches you, he doesn't know what to do. He just stands there like, now what? <laughs> but he loves it. He loves being chased. So Benny will chase him around the kitchen every night, every morning. Um, they love to play fetch together. Frankie actually loves to play tug war with him, but she's older. And so she, when she's done, she like snaps at him. She's like, all right, I'm done. Um, we they, they love it. They love playing together. And it's really amazing that they get along so well. Um, but I just can't believe how the whole story turns out and turned out and how it literally is perfect. Um, he, everyone, like, I've always wanted a pug. And now that I have him, everyone's like, that is your dog. Like, when you, when you think of people and you see their dogs, you're like, yeah, that dog fits you. They're like, that dog fits you and your personality. It's like, it really does. And now that I think about it, I don't even know if like I would want a pug compared because I love big dogs and he's going to become huge. I mean, he's only four months old, literally just turned four months old at this size. He's going to be huge. Um, I love him. I love him so much. We tried the raw food diet. Giant Shadows had very, very sensitive stomachs. And since he was already used to puppy food, it just didn't work out. So he is back on his puppy food. I used Taste of the Wild um, puppy uh, recipe and it was recommended for him and it is really good. He loves it. I also put instinct, uh, raw gut health food on top of it. Um, it's like a mixture of all these like ingredients and stuff that help him because they do have gut issues. So he literally is me. Um, he is such an attention brat. Literally 
will want me to come. He doesn't want me to play. He wants me to come look at him or whatever he's doing. And if I leave because I'm like, okay, I have things to do. If he doesn't want to play with me, he comes and gets me. He said, um, excuse me. I didn't say you could leave. <laughs> um, his beard is so cute, except it drags water everywhere. So anytime he goes and drinks water, he will be bringing it with him. Um, he was super fluffy when uh, he first came home, but because of the Florida heat, I did shave him. Um, I am learning how to groom. Hey, buddy, come over here. Learning how to groom. Um, but he is shaved. Oh, he's going to sleep. Oh, he's so cute. Um, so right now he has a lion cut, which basically means his paws slash legs have a little bit of fur. His face is full furred and a little bit of his tail is furred. The rest of him is shaved uh, with a one guard. So it's so much better for him heat wise. He was panting constantly the first day he was here and now he doesn't pant as much um but he's sleeping right now i'm letting him nap here and there but we are leaving for the airport soon and so i don't want him to sleep too much because i want him to sleep on the plane um but yes yeah, so now to kind of discuss because i know a lot of people were talking about like what is he going to be trained for service wise um he is actually already partially trained for my anxiety um if you didn't know, service dogs can be used for anxiety and panic attacks and anxiety attacks. They can actually be trained to alert you before one starts, um, trained to grab your meds for you, trained to um, disrupt them. And he is already trained to disrupt them. He's already already disrupted them before. And it was such a wild experience because I didn't expect him to pick it up that fast. And he did. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you actually helped. Like, I hear you. He's very vocal. They're a very vocal breed. Um, and so it's really amazing. And so he is already trained. He's already um, helping me in that way. Um, he also helps me when we go out. Obviously, it just helps ease my mind with my social anxiety. Um, but he is trained to stick to my side. And he sits um, when I'm looking at something or waiting for something. He'll sit by my side. He'll um, sit in front of me if um, I'm uncomfortable uh, with anyone around me or anything. Um, and soon he will be trained to do that on his own because right now i have to point him and direct him soon he'll be trained that hey um if she stops and uh gives me the command or i see someone like approaching her will just make space between us um and that's something that really helps me um but yeah he, he has already uh trained for that and we've gone out multiple times and that training is already stuck which i'm really proud of him um and then uh, when I get back home from my trip, he will be trained for OCD and ADHD. They can, I don't, I can do the, um, command training, which obviously he is doing and I can teach him that stuff. I don't know how to do the, uh, training where they like can sense your adrenaline rising or smell the adrenaline. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know how they train them. It is why he is going to, um, service dog training classes when we get back to help with that stuff. Because again, I don't know how to do that, um. I've trained dogs my entire life as well as I got um, books on service dogs to learn specifically for them. But um, he, so right now he is classified as in training service dog. Um, and he, because to me, he's not fully trained yet. He does know stuff for my anxiety, but he's not fully trained yet for everything I have in mind for him. Um, which could take anywhere up to like two years for him to fully learn and understand. Again, he is a puppy. He is very, very young, but this breed uh, was first bred in Germany for working dogs. Um, they helped in the field and stuff. So they're very, very strong dogs, but now they are actually used as service animals. A lot of people um, use them to help them. So it could take um, up to two years just because when they're a puppy, they get distracted very easily and it's not their fault. They're very young. Um, 
So it could take up to two years for him to fully be, in my mind, completely trained how I want him to be. Um, but right now he is like classified as a service dog because he does um, help me with my anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And um, he is... Oh, wait, do I have this on? No, I don't. Okay, it was show. I thought I had my um, effects on on my Galaxy LR and the hard tune was on, which means auto-tune. I was like, oh, did I just record this whole thing in auto-tune? But I didn't. Thank goodness. I also can hear myself in my ears. So I don't know why that... Okay, anyways. He already is very good at disrupting them and it does really help and it, it makes it a lot easier. And um, it disrupts me from certain ticks that can um affect me later so it, it is very helpful and um i'm really excited for him and he's learning so quickly which is really amazing and i'm also really proud of myself because i'm training this dog one obedience commands but also service dog training and it's really cool that i kind of pushed myself from i didn't know if i could do it you know and uh kind of showing myself hey you can do it you put your mind to it so it's very exciting um he is going today at the airport as an in-training service dog. Um, he's already clarified and everything um, because he already does know anxiety um, and panic attack training. He does qualify to come on as well as as long as the person who is training them is with them, I believe, is what they told me. Um, they are allowed to come on with their trainer. So hopefully we can train, um, do some in-training at the airport. Um, kind of just learn because I know <laughs> I do get anxious when traveling alone so hopefully we can get some uh, experimental training in there and uh, see if he can um, get some practice at the airport but I assume he will do good it's why we went for a run this morning and a walk and um, he played with Benny for a little bit he's sleeping now but I'm not gonna let him sleep too long because obviously I need him to stay sleepy for the airport um Everyone I talked to was like, he should do extremely well. The only thing I'm nervous about is one, that many people and noises. He is, I mean, his first two months of his life was kind of in a cage. He's very weary of new noises, new people, um, as well as takeoff and landing, I think might be a little scary to him, but hopefully he's good to go and he's comfortable um, and I will be right there by his side. He is very attached to me. They bond to one person, but they love everyone. So he's very attached to me already. Anytime he sees me leave, he's coming with me. Even if it's to like pee, he'll come and lay down as I pee. And I'm like, cool, um, sick. Thanks for the privacy, dude. Um, but I love him so much. And even off leash, um, I've been doing off leash training with him in public and like at parks and stuff, not in like actual public stores. He's on leash in stores. That is the law. Um, but at the park or like um, even outside or in our front yard, I've been doing off these training and he's phenomenal. Um, he recalls amazing and he sticks by my side and he actually went to um, his first therapy appointment with me and my therapist loved him and gave him so many treats. But um, on the way in, he was off leash and he came with me. Um, it was amazing. It was, he's so, I'm so thinking proud of him. I'm so hard on him. <laughs> But I am so proud of him because he is a very stubborn breed. And so sometimes he'll literally do things. He knows how to do the trick. I know he does. And he'll like half do it to be like, can I get it? I know you'll give me a tree. And I'm like, I'm not giving you a tree. I don't know what your old people did, but you're not getting your tree until you actually do what I want you to do. He'll like hover his butt. Sometimes when I'm like, sit, he'll like hover. And I'm like, sit down. You What? Do you, what where do you need to go? Why are you in such a rush? You're not let's go so 
I'm very proud of him and he's doing amazing and I'm sure he will be perfectly fine today and um a lot of people told me that uh they've been praying for me so I appreciate that as this is the first time I'm traveling with my service dog and um it was a little nerve-wracking at first when I was thinking about it because I just don't want anyone to I guess it's me caring what other people think which I say I don't a lot and then I end up realizing sometimes I do um that I don't want other people there thinking like oh she's just faking it to get her dog in because he is going to be working you know like he as soon as his vest is on he's learning oh I'm working now um it's why today when I took him when he goes on walks and stuff he wears his harness he doesn't wear his vest um because I still want him to be you know he's still allowed to be a puppy he's still allowed to hang out with his friends and play as soon as that vest goes on he's learning oh I'm working now he doesn't like at first obviously he tried to go up and get pet by people but now even like you see someone I say leave it and we keep we continue on it without his vest on he's allowed to go up to whoever he wants they can pet him as long as they're comfortable with it with his vest on he behaves and he stays and I'm his focus um so I think the main thing I'm worried about I'm not worried about him I'm not worried about me I'm mainly worried about what other people will think which is what I tell you guys so much is you can't care what other people think but then I care what other people think um and I think part of it is the anxiety of like what if people what if people what if they what if this what if that and the what ifs you cannot fall to the what ifs um it's just I don't I do not want people to think I'm trying to just get by and be like oh he he he, he I have a service dog but not really because he's not like he is a service dog yes he is four months old he has been training he is in training he is you start them young so that when I get back and he's six month old or almost six months old and he's ready to go he can go to his other classes you know and start learning for OCD and and ADHD and it won't just be anxiety like he needs to continue these classes with me he needs to continue training um I just know some people have so judgmental of a opinion on this and they're gonna see me a young kid well I'm not a kid but to their eyes they're gonna be like that's some young kid with their dog who's faking a service dog and it's like I just really wish people would not judge people from the outside because you have no clue what people are dealing with mentally you have no clue what they even deal with you can't see diabetes you can't see seizures you can't see mental health issues the only service dog that you can see what they're working for is if someone you can't even see that i was gonna say if someone is deaf but you can't tell all i know is some the dogs that are for um blind people they say seeing eye dog i'm pretty sure so people know hey get out of the way um that's the only one you can really see it's like oh it says seeing eye dog I bet they're a seeing eye dog move out of the way but I just feel like so many people especially because so many people fake the emotional support animal thing that now everyone just is like fake 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 you don't look like you have issues fake you look like you have too good of a life to have issues fake and it's like I just wish so badly that people would stop looking at people and judging their life based off of what they look like it is so frustrating because the amount of times I have been told, you have too good of a life to have mental issues. Well, thanks. Now I have mental issues 
can feel like a jerk and a piece of crap because now you're telling me your life is way too good and you're wasting it by having mental issues. Now I feel worthless because you're right. I shouldn't have mental issues, but I do. Um, so it's just, it's just, it's, I think that's the thing I'm most nervous about, but I've been praying about it and just like, God, please just take the whole situation, help my mental around it. Just get us on the plane, keep us safe, keep Dempsey at bay. I have his, um, in case he gets nauseous, I have stuff for him. I have bones for him to keep him busy while we're on the plane. Um, because he is not trained yet to alert me of my anxiety attacks, um, he does not need to necessarily focus on me during the plane ride just as much as like a car ride he doesn't focus on me once he knows how to alert me he will be focusing on me he won't be eating bones while we're out and about you know like he is working that's his job is to focus on me um but right now because he's a puppy and he does not know how to alert me yet um because i don't know how to train him of that yet um I do have bones for him while he's on the plane that hopefully he can just calm his nerves and eat. And he's never been on a plane before. This is training because I travel a lot and I will travel a lot for my job. I, I am a content creator. I stream on Twitch. There's a lot of events that I have to go to and um, he needs to he needs to be comfortable on a plane and there's only one way to train him, you know? And it's better to start when they're young than when he's 120 pounds getting on a plane and people are like, I need him to be at ease and know. And so... Just hoping that everything goes well and he is good and comfortable. I just want him to feel safe. I've never been this connected to an animal. Um, my Literally one of my best friends was our first dog, Stafford, and I, that was the most connected I've ever been to an animal. And I think this connection is starting to become even more than that because it is my dog as well as he's helping me with something so vulnerable that I don't even share everything of to people. And now this dog is like part of my help he's he's literally being used as part of my medication um part of my my process of getting better now is him and will be him for as long as he lives um it's just crazy how everything came together and worked out and um i'm really appreciative of it but i am so connected to this dog when we went and got his rabies shot and he whined i literally it took everything in me not to jump over that little like half wall to like go hug him i was like oh i'm an i'm a helicopter mom um but he, he is just the best thing ever and he's so stinking cute i love him so much and i'm excited to travel with him um he will be working so obviously i don't get to like play with him or anything in the airport um because he has to learn that he can't like that we're not there to play it is hard as his mom but also as his trainer to be like right now we're working I can't play with him. I know. I know it's tempting. You got to train him with the vest on. We don't play. We don't. He never plays in his vest. His vest. He's learning. Oh, when this is on, I'm working. When this is off, I can do whatever. Um, so with the vest on, I won't be able to play with him. But it will be just a fun experience to get to travel with him and also see how it helps. Um, you know, see how it helps my anxiety and um, social anxiety and see if uh, see if the training that we've been doing does actually help and. I'm excited for the future training as well because I'm sure knowing that I have something that knows to alert me will also be able to reassure me. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a shorter episode of the podcast because I wanted it to be 100% about Dempsey. Oh, did I say his name? His name's Dempsey uh, from Black Ops uh, Zombies. Tank Dempsey is 
and has always been one of my favorite characters in that game. Um, I grew up playing it and I still play it to this day. And he right now <laughs> he is just Dempsey. But once he gets bigger and bulkier and uh, sizes up a bit, he can have his full name of Tank Dempsey. But right now he's, he's not a tank. He's just Dempsey. Um, but I'm very excited uh, to have Dempsey in my life. And I'm very appreciative of you guys because of my Twitch and because of the dog walking I've been doing recently and um, the content that I put out that you guys share and retweet and comment and show your friends and the lives you show up to, the donations, the subs, my voice acting, everything you guys support. And whether it's just supporting me and my choices or supporting me financially or supporting me by posting or even just liking something because of it, I can afford to have this dog and I can afford to also pay for service dog training, which is expensive. <laughs> I didn't know it was expensive, but, um, I can afford it. And it means everything to me that I can do that while staying mentally healthy because, um, a lot of people know that I, step down from the band because I, I couldn't do it mentally um and be healthy I could do it but I wasn't mentally healthy and so the fact that I can provide for my dog and pay for a dog and have a service dog and I I work but I'm mentally good and mentally healthy in this work and it's something I look forward to every day um I just it just means the world to me and my community just means the world to me and I even like took a little bit like a week not off or like wasn't posting as much um, when Dempsey first came home, obviously getting him used to his surroundings and everything. And you guys were nothing but supportive. And a part of me was like, oh, I wonder if anyone will show up to the stream since I haven't been doing it as much. And, and you did. And we literally just did a veteran stream, um, charity stream yesterday. And so many people showed up and supported um, the veterans. And I'm just very appreciative of it to have a community that we can give back to people. Um, we can show them the love and i feel the love you guys feel the love and we can share that love with people it's just i don't know it's just so amazing and i thank god for you guys every single day and i don't know what i did to deserve such a strong and loving community but i'm so stinking happy and i used to be like i don't deserve this and i wouldn't accept the fact that it's mine i'd be like i don't deserve this and like move on but with a lot of encouragement a lot of watching sermons about accepting what God has given you and been like, okay, this isn't a coincidence. And then receiving DMs about things like that people don't know about, just like DMing me and being like, hey, I just feel like God just wants you to just accept his love and just accept um, what he's done for you and how much he loves you. It's like, okay, so I'm going to work on it. And I've worked on it and I may not feel like I deserve it, Someone just texted me. I was trying to have a heartfelt conversation. It's hard for me to share my emotions and we're gonna just text me. Oh my goodness, they're still texting. How do I mute my phone? Disgrace. Oh my goodness, we have to talk about the Marvel. Okay, wait, back to heartfelt. <laughs> now I just feel ingenuine. <laughs> I was gonna say, I learned to, I may not feel like I deserve it, but I do accept it nonetheless. And I feel like that's a step in the right place to feel like I deserve it. Um, I feel like a jerk saying I feel like I deserve it, but it's not a jerk. It's not a jerk to say you feel you deserve something. We deserve to be happy. I deserve to be happy, but like, I think other I think everyone deserves to be happy until it's me. And then it's like, oh, I don't deserve that. Anyways, before I go, if you haven't seen uh, Across the Spider-Verse, you are missing out. It was literally one of the best Marvel movies I've ever seen in my entire life whoever animated it please animate my life 
please make a movie about my life and just animate it. It would, it would be sick. I'll pay you like a dollar. <laughs> it was such a good movie. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Incredible. And the ending. Oh my word. It was incredible. Also, I hate it. She's kicking in hard. Um, a post I have on uh, a reel on my Instagram is literally popping off. It's like at 238,000 views or something. I don't know why. No clue. But you know what? <laughs> I feel like half my branding is I don't know how I got here, but I'm here. And I feel like that's half of the people who are part of my community. Like, honestly, I don't know how I followed you, but I'm here and I'm too intrigued to leave. And I'm like, thank you because you're stuck here. So um, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I know it's a shorter one. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I got an airport. I got a plane to catch, so I gotta get this dog. I have to finish packing. I didn't finish. Okay, I'm in my pajamas still. I, I took a shower after I got done walking the dogs and got back into my pajamas instead of getting into my airport clothes. Why? I wanted to be comfortable. Why am I not traveling in comfortable clothes? To be honest, I don't think clothes are comfortable except for pajamas. Clothes are never comfortable unless you're wearing pajamas. So anyways, I love you guys so much. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. There's a new episode every other week unless... Lulu doesn't get an episode out every other week. And then there's an episode sometime during some week. <laughs> I appreciate you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Um, leave a five star review and I will see everybody next time. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>